Welcome back to Murder Mystery Theater and the thrilling solution to Lake Clementine. Welcome back to Lake Clementine, the scenic, beautiful lake house of the St. Clair family. We hope you enjoyed listening to Lake Clementine and we hope you have solved the case. To begin, let's review the evidence. Our first piece of evidence is in envelope number one. If you recall, that envelope mentioned that Jonathan St. Clair was in fact the firstborn son to his father, not his elder brother, Edmund. That envelope mentioned that his father transferred the business to Jonathan on March 3, 1942. That predated Mr. St. Clair Sr.'s death. The envelope also indicated that Jonathan was in fact his firstborn son. So what about Edmund? Well, in envelope number four, it revealed that Imelda, when she was younger, had been pregnant and quote-unquote in trouble before she had married Mr. St. Clair. While Mr. St. Clair was with his first wife, they adopted Imelda's child and took him on as their own. They named him Edmund. Next, Christine St. Clair also had knowledge that Jonathan was his firstborn son and not Edmund. Do you recall that Christine had brought up a heart problem with Edmund during the evening and Edmund quickly quieted her down? Well, earlier in the story, Edmund had gone to the doctor for heart problems and blood tests had come back and noted that Edmund was not, in fact, a blood relative to Mr. St. Clair. Our second piece of evidence links Fannie Mae St. Clair, Mr. Byerson, and Evans Tilleburn. Fannie Mae St. Clair was a German spy. Envelope number two revealed a photo of her with a German officer. She had been working with Mr. Byerson and Evans Tilleburn at the Banbury National Bank to fund the German army. Envelope number three alluded to a newspaper article with a message. It said, we know too much. This explains a meeting between Byerson and Tilleburn just days before the murder and Tilleburn's fond memories of the German chocolates. Now for our third piece of evidence. This involves Tilly Van Esters. The nosy neighbor was always keeping an eye on everything. The package that was sent to the lake house was sent there prior to the passing of Mr. St. Clair and postdated for March 22nd of 1942. Mr. St. Clair knew that Tilly couldn't resist a package and he was counting on her to keep his secret. So did you guess? that Tilly Van Esters has the original copy of the will? Yes, she was sent a copy of the will by Mr. St. Clair himself via that package. (music) 
And now for the murderer. We know that Mr. Ryerson and two other people were at the lake house the night before the family arrived. We know that one was a woman and the other was a man. We know that the man arrived first without anyone knowing. He used Mr. Byerson's key to let himself into the house. We know that when Mr. Byerson did arrive, he had to knock on the door to gain entry. We also know that the man left early the next morning, sometime between 2 and 2.45 a.m., according to Tilly Van Ester's account. We also know that Mr. Byerson was still alive around 6.30 a.m. the next day when Tilly came to check on him because his fireplace was lit. What we did not know was that Mr. Byerson was burning documents in that fireplace related to the Bainbury National Bank. Now we know that late morning, as Tilly was getting ready for the day, she saw two people enter the house. Although she did not see their faces, she noted that both must have used a key. But she heard them fighting, and then only one person left. A few minutes later, Tilly heard someone sneaking around the side of the house trying to gain entrance via a window. She saw that they were wearing gloves and carrying a piece of paper. Our murderer must have had a key to the house. But during the fight, they lost that key to the house and attempted later to come back and retrieve it. So which one of our characters arrived at the lake house and used a key to enter? Here are the characters that used a key to enter the lake house when they arrived. Edmund, Imelda, Isabel, Jonathan, and we must assume Fanny Mae as well, because Jonathan beat her to the door. So that leaves us with two characters who did not use a key to access the lake house. That would be Christine and Evans. If you recall, Tilly mentioned that one or two of the visitors to the house looked under the front doormat for a key. That would lead you to believe they never had their own key, and this is true, but one of those two characters did have their own key and stood to lose the most if the will was read. Who was this? Christine or Evans? Dun-dun-dun! Ladies and gentlemen, the murderer is none other than Mrs. Christine St. Clair. That's right. She found out that her husband was not blood-related to the St. Clairs, and she was afraid they would lose absolutely everything. Remember, image and status was very important to Christine. She came up to the lake house the night before the will reading to speak with Mr. Byerson, but he was not going to listen. When she arrived, she caught him burning documents in the fireplace. When they had a heated argument, 
She got angry and hit him in the head with her glass and then finished him off with the fireplace poker. She found what she believed was the only copy of the will in one of the envelopes and burned it in the fireplace with the other documents. But in the heat of the struggle, somehow she dropped her house key. When she realized it and came back later, she attempted to retrieve it by gaining access via a window, but was unable to get inside. She created a scene during the opening of the envelopes to allow her a chance to grab the key and place it in her pocket. Detective, did you solve it? Did you guess that Christine St. Clair was our murderer? Or did you have another theory? We would like to thank you for joining us for Murder Mystery Theater, which is brought to you by Creative Learning Society, the murder mystery team building experts. Join us next time and help us solve another mystery. But in the meantime, check out everything Creative Learning Society has to offer by visiting their website at www.creativelearningsociety.com. They are now offering virtual murder mystery events. That's right, it's an online murder mystery experience. Join a live host and other viewers on Zoom to help walk through and solve a mystery where you are the character and the detective. We look forward to seeing you next time.